Live from the J.C. Newman Cigar Studios in Boston, Massachusetts, welcome to the Smokin' Tobacco Show with your hosts, Matt Tobacco and Smokin' Nicole. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Smokin' Tobacco Show. My name is Matt Tobacco from SmokinTobacco.com, and I am joined once again by my very good friend, Mr. Jonathan M. Carney, and my beautiful fiance, Smokin' Nicole. Uh, John hasn't been on the show for a uh, couple of weeks now. Uh, he finally makes his return back to the show. We're very happy to have him with us. Uh, John, how are you? And uh, and welcome back to the show. Glad to be back. I'm doing great. Um, I had a gourmet smoke session last night that we did, and I don't know if you guys got a chance to catch it. I saw uh, parts of it. It was very nice. Started uh, right. Well, it started at seven o'clock, and then about seven o eight, it started raining sideways outside. So I had to cover my computer up. I was cooking directly on coals. It totally extinguished my fire. Um, luckily, I had, my guest was cooking, uh, but it was a great time. I laid down a challenge to all people in the cigar industry. I've now cooked in blizzards uh, for cigar retailers. I've cooked in deluges and thunderstorms. I've cooked in extreme heat, extreme cold. I challenge anybody in the business to go and cook in those environments um, and do that with the retail partners. Uh, I'm daring, challenging. I've laid the gauntlet down. Uh, but if you caught it last night, it was hilarious. It was a, I was a broken soul. But other than that, it was a fun time. I'm glad to be back. It's been a busy few weeks. I'm kind of settled in in Florida here for about the next month with the baby on the way. Um, and the weather's broken, so it's a beautiful night to have a cigar outside. Yeah, the um, I remember uh, earlier this year, I think it was the first gourmet smoke session. Sorry, excuse me. I think it was the first gourmet smoke session uh, at Two Guys Smoke Shop where we uh, I was on hand for the Tomahawks. And... Um, I believe it was raining then. Didn't you have like a like a small tent set up on that back deck in the rain? Yeah, you're right. You're right. It was pouring. Um, same type of concept here. Only uh, I had the tent and stuff set up. Last night I wasn't anticipating uh, rain. Uh, there was a cold front that was coming through, so I was anticipating it not being rainy. And uh, and boy was I ever wrong about that. Um, so I ended up my steaks. My dog was out here. It was hilarious. Jonathan was out here hanging out trying to get the steaks while it was pouring, pouring rain because I had them set off to the side. So he's out sniffing the steaks. My wife and my friends that were here were keeping an eye on them. They're like, you gotta get, you got to get the dog away from the steaks. It's pouring rain. I'm trying to get my computer covered up. And uh, But it went well. It was fun. And that's what it's about. It's about having a good time. And I, I really did enjoy myself and got a free shower out of the deal. But, uh, but yeah, man, <laughs> there you there's go. so many crazy weathers. Like, the more I think about it, uh, you just mentioned that, I mean, I – I was in New, I was in Connecticut in February, and there was a blizzard when we were doing it, and that was crazy. Um, I've had some bad weather for these events. It's been interesting, but rain or shine, it must go on, and we make it happen. I was talking today, and I'll leave it at that, and we'll get into what we're smoking. But I was talking to our retailer uh, who we're doing our December session with, which is the last session before the grand finale and the start of the next season with Corona Cigar. Oh, I think February, I, I think I know December, who that is too. Yeah, we're going to be a twin smoke shop. I'm in New Hampshire in the 724 Lounge. We're putting together the cigar for it now. So they asked me, they're like, they're like, Johnny, they're like, you know, this is kind of a tough time of the year. You know, it's New Hampshire in December. It could be snow, could be this. What do you think? And I said, well, I've cooked in blizzards. I go violent rainstorms or borderline hurricanes. I go, so you guys, as long as you have an indoor dining area, which they have a beautiful bar, it was not going to be a big deal. I go, I'll cook outside and do the broadcast in the middle of a blizzard. So, well, we got that going on. But uh, smoking-wise, tonight I'm lighting up a Diamond Crown. I, I don't know what this one is. It's, I think it's just a regular Diamond Crown. It's the Connecticut shade. 
So it's a little milder than what I usually smoke, but I had one on hand um, from our friends at J.C. Newman. I have not smoked one of these in a long, long time. I uh, was going to smoke a Doubly Harrow, but I smoked one of those last night um, instead, and I'm going to light this up today. This is uh, this is actually I haven't I've been doing a lot of office work today. And um, what size is that, by the way? Here, so I'm sorry. My, it's the Toro. That's the, the Toro. Toro. And but this is going to be my first cigar of the day. That's very interesting. Um, I'm actually smoking a La Flor Dominicana <laughs> Reserva Especial. This was a special release that uh, was done for a gourmet smoke session. Uh, I'll hold it up here. John, you can actually tell us a little bit about this one since uh, this was your event. Yeah, you're smoking the uh, the Mayday cigar. Uh, that was for an event we did in, in May. Um, the gourmet smoke session, I believe it was gourmet smoke session number four five or six um it was with the cigar shop in coming georgia that's north of atlanta uh, a really good partner of ours and uh, that was a great event and uh, we actually had the uh the colonel on there with us he was a, a gentleman who's a well-known cigar smoker in there uh, he was also a he's also an amateur chef a professional almost they had a cooking show and he, he was our guest on that on that episode so that mayday cigar was really special nice medium body blend based off of our uh reserve especially outline the um, yeah, the Reserva Especial is is a cigar that from the LFD collection that is one of my favorites. I think I first had it with you at last year's cigar, um, the uh, Cigar Association of New Hampshire's uh, golf tournament, and I think that was the first time I ever had it because uh, that's that's what we uh, that's what we had on hand for for the giveaways at the LFD booth, and uh, naturally I got to sample some of the some of the samples and uh i remember having it and i was blown away it's uh it's a very it's a i don't want to say it's a different smoke than a lot of the stuff in your line the lfd line but it, it kind of is to me it is i don't know i would call me crazy but it, it, it's nice it's it's not as it's not as potent i feel but it's got a plenty of flavor um so this is my first well, i'd uh, say it's, it's not it's not typical to what we're known for now which is full body right uh, but it was actually our second line that was ever in, uh, back in the early 90s, and it's nice medium body, so it, it's a really good, um, you know, it's a really good medium bodied cigar, uh, real smooth, great flavor on it. It's a good in between between the full body and a good segue from being a milder smoker to getting into one of the fuller bodied cigars. Um, I am smoking a McAuliffe A in honor of the McAuliffe open house that we were not able to attend this past weekend. Ah, uh, yes. And we have a lot of guys in the audience that I think did attend. So I'd love to hear what you thought of the event. Did you have fun? How was it meeting Orlando in person? Um, we want that feedback, but um, I'm smoking this McAuliffe A Toro, um, which retails for eight thirty nine um, for a stick. Um, at twoguyscigars.com, and I believe a bundle goes for one forty nine ninety nine. dollars Yes, and the Diamond Crown that John is smoking is also available at twoguyscigars.com, and I believe, John, d- um, does twoguyscigars.com carry the Reserve Especial? Man, uh, they carry our El Jocko uh, from that line, the two El Jocos, and they do have some Reserve Especial on there um, as well. So yeah, all the all the cigars we got today are are conveniently available on our sponsor it's like we it's like we it's like we tried to do this but we we didn't we actually didn't yeah no i just i was in the mood for an a (laughs) um but 
since we're already there, if you head over to yeah. twoguyscigars.com, you can find everything that we're smoking. Well, with the exception of this particular cigar, because um, this was a one-off made for an event. But, but they have other wonderful LFD. But other cigars yeah. from La Flor Dominicana are available at the number two guyscigars.com. Um, so you've been away for a little bit, and uh, I know you can be a little private with your personal life on the air, but I think some of it's kind of gotten out. I know I think people know that you're married now to uh, your lady friend, as you want to still call her, and that's fine. Um, a very beautiful wife that you have. We're very happy for you guys. And uh, you are, I want to say, just a very few weeks away from being a dad um, as you are preparing to welcome your, your daughter. And uh, what's going through your mind right now? I just, I want to get into, I want to get into your mind. Like, like, has it hit you yet? Like, are you, are you ready for that moment? Do you think when the moment comes, when you first hold your daughter, like, are you really going to feel it? Or is it going to hit you later? Like, wow, that was, that was the day my daughter was born. Like, are you, like, where are you at right now with this? Uh, he's waiting for the train to go by. <laughs> you know, as, as the, as the, as a man, with this situation, there's not a lot of physical changes or anything. Well, none really, um, except maybe some self-inflicted ones from eating and drinking too much. But um, there's not a lot of changes for, for a man going through a pregnancy. You know, you're obviously managing your, your wife, the challenges that she's physically going through with that, um, you know, and the changes. But uh, for me, there's not a lot of changes. And it's, it's, it's real to me because I've been watching it. But, you know, for my wife, it's very real to her because she's been growing a child the entire time obviously uh, so yes. for me <clears throat> nothing really changes for me and nothing really becomes real until there's something tangible in front of me which would be when when my you know when my daughter arrives so um i feel fine i feel normal there's nothing i have no anxiety about it. i'm very confident in our ability to raise a child and uh you know and provide for them so i'm not nervous i'm excited uh Personally, we're in, we're in a great spot to, to have a child. She's she's very, uh, you know, part of what makes her special is that you know, I'm very confident in her ability to be a mother too, um, and also you know be my wife at the same time. So it's um yeah, it's good. Man. I'm not stressed at all. Same way about the marriage. I wasn't stressed. Um, however, I was excited right when it happened. It was you know it was a lot of excitement into it right in the moment. So I think it's gonna be very similar uh, to to my engagement, my marriage, and and the birth of the baby. I think it's gonna be the same way. There's gonna be a level of excitement uh, when it finally happens. Um, but I don't think I'm going to have an aha where it just hits me moment where like, Hey, you're a dad. Um, I've just never had that types of moments. It's never hit me mm -hmm. where I've been like, aha. Oh, I'm married now. Oh, I'm engaged now. Oh, I'm in a relationship now. So, uh, it's really, you know, I just don't have aha moments regularly. So, uh, so no, I'm, I'm kind of calm and in a good spot. I'm happy about it and look forward to it. Do you have any cool onesies that you have waiting for your daughter to wear? Like LFD oh, or heckin' gourmet? <laughs> Out of control amount of, of onesies. I have no uh, no branded none of my brands I have on anything. Um, I'm gonna wait till we get something a little more permanent. It's gonna last a little longer. Mm. Um, but uh, I, have, I mean, I have some cool American flags. I mean, we have hundreds of pieces of clothing. I mean, it's out of control. Um, I also want to compliment your wine glass, <clears throat> John. <laughs> well, yeah, let's see that. That's so cool. this was a gift. Uh, this was a gift wedding from uh, Smoking Nicole and Matthew Tobacco. Uh, it was a wedding present. You guys sent us a bunch of nice stuff. It was beautiful. We use um, we you sent us a beautiful cutting board uh, for charcuterie and stuff. We used that last night. Uh, we actually have a matching one. It's funny. We have a matching one that my wife got for me uh, for Christmas, 
last year. Um, I might have been for my birthday. Yeah, it was for my birthday. Uh, no, sorry, Father's Day. She got it for me Father's Day, um, which is similar. And it says John Carney Hackmaster on it. It's kind of cool. So we have those two cutting boards that work out great, yours and our, uh, the one you got for us, and then the other one that she got for me. So we have like a little display. Um, and she hasn't had a chance to drink out of the wine glasses yet, but um, one day we got a bottle of Dom Perignon. Yeah, we got a bottle of Dom Perignon rose. We're gonna open up on the on the first day she's allowed to have a drink. Yeah, I was I was just gonna say how long you think it'll take her to be like, okay, I can drink now. Well, she's already been doing research on like um, the breast how it could spread through breast milk and how quick it goes through your system. So she's researched and ready. I think she might be ready for a drink like day one. Uh, but we'll see how it goes. But I, I think it's probably going to take her about a week or two until she feels, uh, you know, feels enough energy in her to to do that. So we'll see. But she says she wants to have a drink day one. So we'll see. We'll I mean, see we have happens. the we have the crap end of the stick. I mean, I won't be able when it's time. No cigars, nine months, sushi, coffee, wine. I don't know what I'm going to do. You're going to have to deal with that. Yeah, I know. I think about that every day. Yeah, pretty in my brutal. Life. Like, um, like, you know, you can have you can, you can have stuff in moderation. You know, I obviously don't recommend smoking, um, just because I thought there's anything violently dangerous about it. It's just uh, you know, nicotine's a stimulant, and you have yeah. stimulants that's not good uh, absorbing through your system, or whatever. When you're pregnant, you never know how that's going to react. And the same thing with like caffeine. Um, there's herbal teas that you can't drink, which is insane. I would say recommend not drinking. There's also certain types of reason you have prenatal massage is because there's certain areas that could, like if they touch you the wrong way can cause like instant death of the child. It's crazy. Yeah, um, it's crazy. So there's a lot of random stuff. She's taking it easy. Like you can have some caffeine, but she's decided to go no caffeine. Um, she's had a couple, I'd say maybe five little sips of wine just to try what something tastes like. But she hasn't had any anything more than a little sip just for taste. Um, but yeah, it is, it's, you know, it's quite impressive to watch. I don't know how women do it, to be honest with you. It's quite, it's quite impressive to watch her go through it. And she's been running every day still. And she still goes running four days a week. I mean, it's crazy. I know I'm talking to probably a majority male audience, but it's because we are the stronger sex. That's how we do it. Whatever okay. you, whatever I you just... say. <laughs> That's a good answer. Uh, our friend Cy Sweeney from across the pond says, give her a little Irish whiskey in her formula or Guinness if you want her to be strong. <laughs> uh, to be fair, when I was a baby, when my uh, my mother is Irish and from Galway, Ireland, and she would um, give me some whiskey while I was teething. I don't know if that's appropriate, but... <laughs> No, just little, probably just not, a but that's just, that's just probably they do it over there, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Uh, Maybe that's why I like whiskey so much. Yeah. Yeah, I think that, that has something to do with it. That and the Not Irish the blood, I think, plays a huge part in that. Um, but, yeah, no, so all good things with you, John. Um, you know, staying busy, obviously, very clearly very busy. Um, you know, with all of that going on in your personal life, let's talk a little bit about LFD for a minute. I feel like you're a regular guest at this point because you haven't been on in such a while. I have to, like, catch up with you. Uh, tell me about LFD. What's going on in LFD? Fans want to know. I know that there's a little bit of news that came out today um, about something that's going on with La Florida Dominicana. Um, I think we're going to save that for our news segment, so we'll wait on that one. But 
what's going on? Anything new? Are you guys still just kind of getting caught up on your back orders? Any special projects that maybe might be coming out or what's going on? Yeah, we're still, we're still, uh, we're still digging out a little bit, but the factory's back to full capacity. Um, the demand's real high. We're, we've been rebuilding the sales team. Um, so business has stayed really strong. Uh, the industry is still, still booming. Um, we do have some new products coming out here. Uh, we're going to have at least one that's gone into production. It actually just went into production last week. I can't talk about it um, okay. because we, we don't have our marketing plan and everything together. With uh, We do have the plan. We just don't have the ex- – we haven't executed it yet uh, besides the production side of it. So there's no details in regards to uh, how we're going to manage it with the press, um, our retail partners, and the sale of it. So it's all in the works right now. Uh, but I will say it's a, it's a project – uh, that several people uh, with the last name Gomez are involved in. Uh, so that's to give you a little bit of information on that. Uh, so that'll be coming hopefully before the end of the year. Uh, we may see that. Um, I don't have the full time frame on it yet. It's all a matter of uh, how everything goes with production. And then there's plenty of projects. Uh, you know, the TAA is coming up at the end of October. Uh, our TAA exclusive from last year you know, was put on hold. Um, that's slowly in production, so we may see that before the end of the year. It may come out early next year, uh, so we'll see what happens with that. Uh, but uh, really, we're just uh, like I said we, we've been about a month and a half now uh, at full production, so it's getting back to somewhat back to normal. Obviously, our products we only make so many cigars; we don't make an endless supply of them. Uh, you know, and obviously with a focus on quality over quantity, uh, so there's always back orders and whatnot. But uh, no, business is doing really well. So it's healthy right now. The factory's in a healthy spot. And uh, we've really, uh, really gotten back to uh, a great, a great level. Well, that's really good. You know, I, uh, you know, LFD is a uh, a, a still growing brand. Uh, it's fairly large now, but I would say you guys are consistently always innovating and doing stuff that's new and, and getting bigger. Um, and you guys have done a really good job. You know, we've talked about you know PCA. You guys didn't attend PCA. You wanted to focus more on on your customers and your clients, which is uh, I think a very bold move and a, a very good move and a very respectable move. Um, so it, it's you know it's good to hear everything's still going well with LFD. Um, your sales team. I know you mentioned you're working on building your sales team up, which is awesome. Uh, but that's I mean that's kind of really it for you. Other than you know in terms of what we normally talk about, we can step outside the boundaries here. I had a little fun with you. Uh, I have my first question being, do you have a soap prepared for tonight? Oh gosh, I don't. Ah, oh, you totally let me down. I'm an idiot. I knew I was forgetting something. I no, I have I have soaps inside. We can do a soap review tonight. Is it is I it gonna some, be? I have is, some stuff inside. We have is, fun. Is this gonna be half assed though? Is you gonna like scra- like you you gonna be you, you got something? Mm. Get something good? No, no, I've got I've got. Not gonna use Dawn, are you? Watches that we haven't done. No, no, no. I have several Doctor Squatches that we haven't done, uh, but I do have one soap that I'm actually thinking. I've got one I'm looking at right now. I have a liquid foam soap inside that's seasonal. Um, so now it's fall. Let's uh, let's do the liquid foam soap inside that I have. Um, it's from a. I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about it. But I do. I'm staring at it right now. Um, so I, I do have a good soap we can do. Also, by the way, I did I did get since I've been on here last time. I got this brand new light. Oh wow! It, it's a magnet. It has a little thing. It goes right on the top of my screen here. So I have a brand new light uh, for the show. So, yeah, I've been gone for a couple weeks. I come back. I have a bunch of new equipment, and uh, we're really enhancing the experience here. Wow, look at that. 
Look at that. He's even he's coming along technologically too, which is really awesome. I feel like I haven't even. I feel like you haven't been on in a, like a year because it's it's been such a while, and you know these things just happen and it goes so fast, and you know how it is. It's just to have you on again. It's just like it, it hasn't really been that long, but it just feels like it. And so many changes going on I, I with think you. It's been. I think it's been at least. I think it's been at least three weeks. It might have been a little bit more. Well, the challenge is, you know, and I, and I told you guys this, and I know we, we originally had the show on Thursdays, and we were doing this times. We moved it to Wednesdays. Now that now that things are getting back to a little bit more normal, Thursday is the busiest day of the week for someone in my position in the business because that's when um, events happen. That's when retailers like doing events uh, for the most part. Thursday is the biggest event uh, event time. Um, virtual sessions are great on Thursday. People tend to stay up a little bit later on Thursday, getting ready for the weekend. So Thursday's always been my busiest day of the week. Uh, so that's why it's been a little challenging. Again, so like next week, I won't be able to be on next week. I have an event I'm doing with the Red Meat Lovers Club down here at Corona in Orlando that I'm participating in. What was that? Wow. Just the beautiful backdrop so, uh, of Orlando. <laughs> the, the, the sounds of yeah. nature from Orlando, Florida. Yeah. <laughs> I'm train here in a few seconds. But, uh, but yeah, Thursday's always a tough night, so I'm on as much as I can. Uh, but throughout the month of October, um, I think I'm going to do a four-week straight uh, stint, unless the babies do on one of those nights, because I've got every Thursday open uh, in all of October. So I'm going to be on every day in October, unless the baby comes on one of those nights. Um, if she comes on one of the other nights, I'll be on, and maybe we can introduce her to the world. Well, I, uh, I, we have a lot coming up. Uh, th this Saturday, we have Jeremiah Marafel coming on with us at 3 p.m. Eastern uh, for a very special show and appearance, uh, followed by another episode of the Spare Notes series later that night with myself and William Cooper. Next week's regular show will be uh, the 30th with Scott Pierce from the PCA. That'll be a very fun show. Uh, a lot of questions we can ask there. And then getting into October... Uh, right down the line, we had Nick Perdomo on the 7th, followed by another Spare Notes on the 9th. Tom Lazuka from Asylum Cigars will be with us on the 14th. On um, the 21st, actually, that show actually might be a little bit different because I will actually be traveling at that time. Um, so I don't, I'm not sure how we're going to do the show that week, but we're working on it now. Uh, the 28th of October, rounding it out, will be Christian Aroa from CLE, uh, which will be a very good time uh if you if you want to get right into it november uh our friend mr matt booth returns on november 4th from our friend uh at room 101 brands uh reinhard from light em up world will be with us on the 11th and john you know this particular guest very very well uh, i think this is going to be one of the sexiest guests we've ever had on the show <laughs> and that is mr fred Rui, formerly of nomad cigars on the 18th will be with us. Uh, the 25th is open. That's the Thanksgiving week. Obviously, that's Thanksgiving. Uh, details to follow on that. And then as we get into to December, Charlie Minato from HalfWheel.com joins us on the 2nd, and Bradley Rubin joins us on the 9th. So in the next, I would say, two months or so, we, we've got a lot of guests coming on. We've got a lot going on. Um, a lot of episodes, especially if you add in all the Spare Notes episodes. Um, oh, also, I forgot to leave out, on October 10th, it's a Sunday, on a Sunday, Abe Flores and PDR will be on. He was supposed to be on with us tonight. 
Unfortunately, he had some scheduling conflicts, so we made a, a very special episode for him on the 10th to come on with us. It'll be at 7 p.m. on Sunday, October 10th. Uh, so make sure you are with us for all of those episodes. We got a lot coming up. A lot coming up. Yeah, I'll be I'll be there for a lot of them, and it's that's great. There's some great guests. Um, it'll be fun having Tom on. Christian will be a great one. I mean, they're all going to be fantastic. Um, but there's there's some some that I'm certainly looking forward to, uh, you know, on a personal level. So that'll be great. Yeah, absolutely. I I think that uh you know we got luck on. Plus we got a. Uh, some holiday shows that are coming up that we haven't finished planning on. I know we've talked about some ideas for our Christmas episode. We've got a New Year's Eve episode. Uh, there's a Thanksgiving week episode that we got going on. Uh, so some ideas. It's TBD, but nevertheless, whatever it is, we'll make sure it's a good time. Um, I think we talked about having a couple of games on our Christmas episode. Uh, that was, I think, one of your ideas. Maybe, uh, And I think Nicole had some ideas, too, so... Might be interactive. Might be cigar some gi- jeopardy. Might, might be some uh, might be some giveaways coming up too. Might be some free stuff going out. It is almost the holiday season, so uh, free stuff to come your way. Make sure you guys keep your eyes peeled for that one, because uh, that's always fun for everyone getting free stuff. And then I would say once we get through the holiday season um, and we get into the new year, uh, maybe not right away, but we will. Probably a little bit earlier than we did last year, we will get into our fundraiser for our anniversary fundraiser once again. So keep an eye out for that. Probably around February-ish, I think, is when we might announce it, and it might not begin. Might probably start or announce around that time. So a lot of fun stuff coming up. Um, the last couple of months for us has just been a little routine. It's just kind of, I don't know, ever since PCA, it's just been like a lot going on, a lot of shows to just get through, but... Uh, working on stuff for the end of the year. Uh, I know we have stuff planned, and we're working on more stuff, so it's just been kind of one of those time periods. You know how it is, John. He just nods. Yeah, I do. I'm, it's exhausting. Well, you, I, mean, you guys have a bit, I mean, my life's been nonstop busy for the last 10 years, so it's it's like uh, that's every day of my week is, is, is like going through a calendar of what's going on. It's not... Looks like- Looks like um, someone's trying to show off how important he, he is. I, there's, <laughs> mm. I'm not saying important, how busy I am. It's just busy. Busy. Yeah. If I was important, I wouldn't be that busy, trust me. Um, the, the one thing I missed was I do have – LFD does have a new cigar coming out. Uh, they have a brand new cigar coming out in October. That you um, can talk about? exclusively for me. Called, oh. It's made exclusively uh, for me. It's called, yes. it's called the La Florida Minicana Autumn Carney edition uh, uh, so this is a very special cigar uh, it's not just an unbanded product i have they have some special bands being made for it i can actually show you all a picture of that tonight and it's so, a special blend 100 percent dominican is this just going to be for you is this a private thing or is this something that people can buy yeah it's just for me oh it's just no, for you i can buy just for me um i will give some out to some very close friends um as gifts and whatnot and i'll set some aside smoke on birthdays and special occasions and then i'll we may hand some out from time to time but uh it is a special blend being made tony and leo are working on it uh they've got this really awesome band they got put together and pull that up you're gonna have to save a couple for uh, her you have to save like one <laughs> like, box for her to give her when she's of smoking age yeah yeah i don't think a baby so would this is the baby quite be able to smoke Oh, I like that. Wow, that's really cool. 
Really neat. And the red will be, uh, yeah, that'll be the, it's going to be on a matte paper. So it'll be a matte printed paper. And then the red accents uh, will be, um, will be foil. So it'll be a bright reddish pinkish foil on it. So be really cool. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be a Churchill size, which is my favorite size of cigar. Um, I have one custom box being made for that. So yeah, that'll be out. That'll be fun. That's something new. It won't be for sale. Obviously I, I don't have the desire to do that. Um, but the uh, but that'll be something fun to smoke. Looking forward to that. Uh, headed up now here in the next couple of weeks. Absolutely, that's very exciting. I uh, I'm interested to see the final product. It's it's gonna be beautiful, and uh, I'm excited for you, bud. That's uh, that's something really special. And like I said, make sure you set a box aside for her. Just hold mm-hmm. on to it. And just make sure she's got got one for when she you know she can have for herself. You know, it's for her. At the end of the day. Yeah. Well, by the time she gets to smoke, the smoking age may be like 50 years old, so we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Uh, why don't we hit uh, some news for tonight? There's a couple of different things I wanted to bring up. Our new segment brought to you by McAuliffe Cigars. Our friends at McAuliffe Cigars, if you head over to McAuliffeCigars.com, sign up for the ambassador program. You can get your ambassador coin, ambassador number. And while you're there, sign up for the McAuliffe Tasting Passport, where you can try all of the cigars in the McAuliffe Collection. Maybe win some cool prizes, too. Um, so there was a, a couple of things that came up. Um, one of these is kind of related to you. And I'm going to let you kind of take maybe take the lead on it a little bit more. But I'll, I'll, I'll get us going. Uh, there's a retailer in the uh, Chicago area, Jack Schwartz, um, celebrating their 100 years with the special La Flor Dominicana Andalusian Bull. Now, what I found interesting about this is I know how you guys are with the Andalusian Bull. It's probably your most well-known cigar. It's very popular, hard to keep in stock for retailers. Everyone loves it. It's a great cigar. Um, there, up until now, there has been uh, this. This is actually going to be a different uh, Vitola than the standard Andalusian Bull. This is going to be a six and a quarter by fifty-four Toro, um, and we'll have a secondary band on the foot, which commemorates their 100th anniversary. Now, up until this point, only one other size of the Andalusian Bull has ever existed, and that's the size that I think everybody has always wanted, but yet is not available, um, that is made for, um, not only just for Tony, but now it's available for your um, Flor de Oro Club if they sign up and they purchase one of your cutters. Um, Now there's technically a third size in Andalusian Bull, which really got me excited, because it didn't it's kind of special. Well, technically, there's five sizes. So, really, uh, the I didn't even know that. Itself. There was a, yeah, there was a raffle, uh, a raffle item, uh, raffle an auction item that we did for Pro Cigar Festival. I believe it was 2018. It might have been 17. Um, for the Pro Cigar Festival, it was a Ellie Blue Humidor um, with 100 Andalusian bulls in it, and it had three different sizes. Um, in the humidor, and one of them was a Robusto, and one of them was a Toro, I believe, but not the same size as the Cien Años with uh, Jack Schwartz. Uh, so technically, there's been five sizes, and yet we have the, the Torito, which is the small cigar, uh, the little petite Corona, that's exclusively for Fleur de, uh, Fleur de Or um, club members. I've got the train coming by here one second. <laughs> yeah, every time the train goes by now, he just pauses, and there's a little bit of dead air coming out of Florida. <laughs> And then uh, it goes by, and now he's back. So we've got um, the Torito size, which is the Florida or 
uh, club members there with our luxury cigar cutter. And then, uh, so Jack Schwartz is a premier retailer in Chicago. It's in the World Trade Center up there. Um, and it's a friendship beyond just business. Uh, Lito and the owner of the company, Billy O'Hara, um, have been friends for nearly three decades now. I um, mean, he was one of the very first retailers in the country to get behind the brand back in the early 90s. Um, and it's still to this day, it's one of the very few shops that I walk into. And when you walk in, everybody's smoking an LFB. If, if everyone's not smoking LFB, something's wrong. Um, it's what the people smoke in there. Um, it's what the consumers want in that market. And it's what that shop's become famous for over the last 25, 30 years and what has helped also help us become very famous at the same time. Um, obviously, it's a culmination of all of our retail partners. Uh, but if there was one that was as, as very supportive right from the very beginning and, and a friendship and a relationship, sorry, a relationship that's gone beyond just business, um, it's the relationship that the family has uh, with Billy O'Hara and his business, Jack Schwartz. So when 100 Years came up, We've done a couple of fun projects with them. We've had a lot of fun projects with them over the years. Uh, we have the Billy Club, uh, which is a regular item we make for them. It's a larger version of the El Jaco that's regularly available. Um, and then we did the Stars and Stripes with them over 4th of July. We did our fireworks show with them at Packing Gourmet and the Florida Minicana Gourmet Smoke Sessions. Um, so Billy had reached out to Lido and wanted to do something really special. 100 years is a big deal. Uh, not many places get to do that. Um, so, you know, the, the only obvious thing to do was to celebrate that with, with the best of the best for us and, and do something uh, right by them. So uh, those are actively available at Jack Schwartz. Right now you can go to jackschwartz.com. Uh, they do have those, those Andalusian Bowl sizes there. Um, they're slowly coming out. I, I believe the production on that's um, 1,000 units um, of the 1,000 10-count boxes. Uh, they're not being made in one fell swoop. We're not sacrificing the other production at the same time uh but uh so they are slowly coming out so i, I noticed they came out a couple weeks back uh we didn't make a big deal about it jack schwartz uh really promoted it um and it's become a big deal on its own but uh i noticed the first batch they got was sold out in like a day or two and then i went on because i wanted to grab one because i'd been out of the office and they were out uh, so i've been tracking when they come in there's another little allotment going to them next week um so if they're out, stay tuned. There's going to be more back in. They may be taking pre-orders on it as well, so you can give them a call. But there's something really special, and it's a hundred years is is something great to celebrate for anyone. But it's someone uh, when it's someone and a business partner uh, like that, it's it's only uh, only the right thing to do to have something really nice to celebrate that. Like yeah, that. absolutely. I um I I saw that and I uh, I got really excited, especially anytime it's the Illusion Bowl, you know. I uh, I gotta say it's probably one of my favorite cigars from LFD, uh, as most people who are regular LFD smokers would probably say. Um, and to see something like that, I thought it was cool. And uh, to do a special edition for a hundred year anniversary with an Andalusian Bowl, um, I think you're right. It's it's really it really is special. That's really awesome. And I, and I'm glad that uh, you guys both did that together. That that's uh, that's something really cool uh, that we can look back on. I didn't even know about the Ellie Blue Humidor th that you guys did with the different sizes. I, I didn't even know about that. That's really cool. Um, how how many cigars did you say were in there? A hundred? I believe it was a hundred, yeah. It was, wow. I said it was for an auction that we did at the Pro Cigar Festival, and you know, it was a, it was beautiful. It was this beautiful blue Ellie Blue with custom printed uh, LFD 
uh, artwork on top. It had a Lido silhouette on it. It was a really cool project, and uh, that was fun. Uh, we've done a couple different projects with some uh, – we've done some Prometheus humidors in the past. But, I mean, the high-end ones are like the marble piano finishes are beautiful. Uh, but the LE Blue was by far the most elaborate um, of the humidor projects that we've done uh, to date. And we've had a lot of fun little projects over the years. There's a lot of it's hard to keep track of some of this stuff because we do do a lot of fun small projects. And when we do it, we don't always do a press release or you know you know because some of this stuff's small and quick. Um, you know, something for a charity auction, something for a hundred year anniversary. Um, you know, the cigars that we make in a very small batch for the gourmet sessions and some other events we've done in the past. Uh, so there's you know we have a very strong core line following. There's a lot of fun little projects that we've done, um, and the ability to do that is. We have that because we're 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 not massive, um, you know. There's there's essentially four people making decisions, and at the end of the day, it comes down to two: Lido and Inez. Uh, so it's really easy to get projects done. Um, it's as small as we are, and challenges we have with keeping up with demand. When we do keep up with it, we do make a decision. It's very easy for us to execute, and very easy for us to do fun projects uh, like the uh, hundred year anniversary of Jack Schwartz, the LA Blue Humidors, different auctions, the gourmet sessions. Um, and projects like that. I uh, there's another. So we don't normally do uh, multiple news stories, but there's another one, and I want to bring it up because I thought it's very interesting. Uh, and I think it'd be a good conversation piece. Um, Humidia F Group introduces smart packaging for cigar boxes by way of Um John, I don't know if you're familiar with this or the technology but i think this is something i think this is the same thing that we heard about earlier in the year with the um the um nfc bands for some cigars i don't know if you remember that i think placencia was working on it with the uh alma fuerte Mm -hmm. um i I think placencia i think placencia is using the same company that Ferry Otego's using, I believe. I believe it is the same. No, I believe it is the same. It's the same company, which which would make sense, right? Because they have Placencia got very big into the program, um, and then you have some Ferry Otego products, um, and and the you know the timeless brands and things that they have uh, that are that are made at that factory. Um, so they have a relationship there, so it makes sense. And I, I think it's a great thing. Um, you know, I. I, I use some QR codes on some of our products, uh, some of our small five packs. So you don't see them around a lot, uh, but we do use some QR codes and things like that. Um, but anyway, you can get more information uh, readily available to you right through your mobile device on the products you're smoking. Uh, you can interact with the brand in different fashion, and the brand can interact with you. Um, is I think it's a great thing. And, and then also, honestly – the integrity of where the product goes and, and where it's headed to and uh, how, what the steps and the process that it goes to get to you um, is, is another tool that they can have with those scans. So um, there's a lot of information that's part of it and, and really on it's a win-win for everybody. It's a win for the consumer uh, because you have access, more brand access. And it's also a win for the brand owner because they're getting information directly from consumers, directly from retailers, people that are involved in interacting with that. Uh, so I, I think it's a no-brainer. I think it's a great thing. I think it's also a great thing for a new brand, um, a brand new brand, uh, like what Herc Lotz and uh, Michael and, and Brandon have going on. Uh, 
what a great way to learn about the family, learn about the brand name, learn about the culture they're creating. I mean, just learn about the products. Uh, you know, I think it's a no-brainer uh, as a new company to, uh, to 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 come out with something like that and have it be featured in their products. So, for those who might not know about it, um, basically, the company has embedded a near-field communication chip uh, into the cigar box, and when an individual will bring their their smartphone close to it, the phone will pick up on that and open a web browser, which from there will show you information and all sorts of multimedia related to the brand for the brand to showcase and kind of add to the cigar's um, uh, information and just display and all that. And you can have that right with you everywhere you go. Um, I know that Placencia is doing this with, I believe, the same brand, like we said, um, in some of the bands themselves in the cigars that can bring up all sorts of information. And we I remember when this first came out, we talked about this as being something that could be um, interesting as a way to authenticate some higher-end, more uh, elusive cigars, such as, you know, Opus X or maybe even, like, Andalusian Bull. Maybe. Well, I'll throw that out there. Uh, but even more for, like, Cuban cigars, too. You know, a lot of people hear about, like, oh, these Cubans real or fake. Well... Uh, maybe, you know, this is a technology that Habanos gets into eventually, and it makes it easier for them to, to authenticate Cuban cigars, uh, which are very, 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 very frequently um, faked all the time. Um, so it's interesting stuff. It's the way of the future, you know, technology. That, that is the way. Um, and so it, it's interesting to see it kind of playing out in the cigar industry now the way it is. I think it's some really cool stuff, and I think uh, it'll continue to grow and innovate on top of that um, as time goes on and it'll be really interesting to see how all that um, comes to be in years to come so uh, that's gonna do it for our news for the week uh, after you know two separate stories that we had um, John how's your cigar doing over there how's that diamond crown those cigars are great and you're still on mute by the way just so you know uh, I can't hear you there you go and he's back I think it's, uh, it's really good it's really good um it's it's mild, uh, but it's got a ton of flavor to it. I really love Dominican tobacco, so it's excellent. Uh, you know, it, it hits my palate right. Um, one thing I had to do with it, I started off and I was smoking it really fast. It's my, uh, you know, it's thinner tobaccos. Uh, you know, you're looking at a lot of Viso and Seco, um, probably a lot of Seco, and it just burns burns quicker. So, as milder cigars tend to burn a little quicker. Uh, so I had to slow it down because I'm used to smoking real full body thick tobaccos. So yeah, I slowed it down a little bit. Flavor on it's awesome, man. Burn on it's great. The construction on it's really good. Uh, it's delicious, man. It's a great, it's a great Connecticut. I, I, you know, like you know, the Fuentes have been making, you know, Dominican traditional Dominican style mild cigars for over a hundred years. And they're pretty damn good at it. And this Diamond Crown's a great representation of that to me. Absolutely. Um... You know they they've they've done some really cool stuff. Uh, the Diamond Crown collection entirely, uh, for those who don't know, is is um, the Diamond Crown that you're smoking there, the Julius Caesar, um, as well as the Black Diamond and the uh, the Maximus, all Diamond Crown cigars, all great cigars. Um, you know, and and not just because you know J.C. Newman's behind us, but. Uh, Gotta say, that's some really awesome stuff, and I, I gotta agree with you on the Dominican tobacco. I mean, I like a lot of Nicaraguan stuff too, and I, I smoke a lot of it. But yeah, absolutely, there's something about the Dominican tobacco that always brings me back. 
you know i'll go and i'll smoke a lot of like full-bodied or medium full nicaraguan stuff like perdomo and drew estate and maybe some dunbarton and stuff like that and i just i'm loving it i'm loving it and then i just get to a point where i just kind of go you know what i gotta have something dominican whether it's fuente or davidoff lfd uh diamond crown just that dominican tobacco just it it's almost like I need I need to be there for a little while, and I go on these little like Dominican vacations, I like to call it. And I just smoke nothing but Dominican for like two weeks, and then I start to be like, all right, and I go back to smoking Nicaraguan. So it's like the cycle that I always have um, between the two. And I feel like it kind of balances my palate out, which um, I think is important, you know. And everyone's different, and their palate's different. But for me, it's like I have this like little cycle. I need to like cool down and go Dominican. It's just not as, you know rich and powerful with like a lot of you know nicaraguan tobaccos and and it's nice and you can really enjoy it on your palate um well i mean i, I would disagree i think there's a ton of rich dominican tobacco it's the popular nicaraguan flavor profile is that front palate spice right um so you get that front front half of your palate even sometimes right in the front of your tongue um so that's a real ca- big characteristic of nicaraguan tobacco that's never been a characteristic of Dominican tobacco. The spice is usually on the finish on the back end, um, and it's usually a little more subtle. Um, but I'm with you. And it's what your palate likes, too, and, you, and then you get used to it and you're comfortable with it. So there's a, there's a nature of comfort, com, com, comfortability, I think. Is that a word? Uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> with, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, if not, I made it up. It's fine. Uh, but it's a carnyism. There's a level of comfort that goes along with things you're used to. Yeah, that was Carnonomics brought to you by McAuliffe Cigars. Um, Hashtag Carnonomics. When you come back to something that you're comfortable with, it makes you feel good, right? So right. you come back to a cigar or flavor profile. So when I smoke Dominican tobacco, for me, it's what I'm most familiar with in my comfort zone. Even though I smoke my some of my favorite cigars in Nicaragua and on Honduran and things like that, but. For me, it's my comfort zone. So when I go back, I know I have it. I get those flavors. I'm comfortable. I can sit back, relax, and think about the other things that I'm thinking about in the moment in time and let the cigar do its own. Mm-hmm. Well said. I think it's better. Speaking of McAuliffe cigars, speaking of McAuliffe cigars, I will be spending some time this weekend with their director of sales, uh, Mr. Andy Yaffe. Andy! Uh, Mr. Andy Yaffe is coming down for a very quick visit uh, with me. Well, we're going to hang out, catch up. Uh, we, it's been a long time since he and I have been able to catch up one-on-one. Um, as friends, obviously, he and I have a very close friendship. Um, and that's going to be excellent. So I'm looking forward to having some McAuliffe. I'm looking forward to catch up with Andy as well. Uh, but I'll be out with him uh, this weekend here in Orlando for a couple days. There you go. That'll be always, it's always fun to see Andy. We, we and you got to see Andy briefly um, at the uh, at the cigar at the uh, New Hampshire Cigar Association uh, golf okay. tournament. Uh, and it was awesome to see him uh, once again. I usually get to see him a couple times a year. Um, it's always fun to see him as well, you know, a McAuliffe guy. Um, I want to get to our top three segment before we hit your soap. Um, our top three segment is brought to you by our friends at Room 101 Brands. They're not just cigars. It's not just a lifestyle. It's an experience. Room 101 Cigars. Gin and Brands. Whether you have jewelry needs, clothing needs, you want to smoke some great cigars, you want to drink some some fine handcrafted gin. I'll tell you, I'm not a gin drinker, but that's the only gin I'll drink. It's fantastic. Room 101 Brands. Check them out. 
Um, top three this week. Uh, interesting topic. I thought of one for you specifically. I try to think of it for a guest, but some things changed at the last minute. I said, I'm going to do this for Carney. I would say it's safe to say within the cigar community and the industry, you're a pretty well-known executive of a good-sized brand, and uh, you've been pretty successful in that role. And uh, maybe that wasn't what you always wanted to be. Doesn't mean that it was a bad place to end up. But if there's three other professions that you could have done instead if you were not in the cigar world, where would you be? Uh, I, as a dream, I wanted to be a pilot, uh, mm. a, an airline pilot for Delta Airlines. I also wanted to be the CEO of Walt Disney. Really? The Disney company. That was a dream of mine. I wanted, that was, yep, I wanted to be CEO of Disney. I was also really interested in owning casinos. I really wanted to be in the casino business, uh, but I realized I wasn't uh, as connected <laughs> as we needed to be to do that. Um, so that didn't happen. So, yeah, I'd say airline pilot uh, was something I really wanted to do. Uh, and uh, executive for Disney was a great thing. I did end up working for Disney, uh, which was kind of cool. So I hit part of that dream. Um, and then, yeah, obviously restaurants, chefs would be fun. Um, of, of a big restaurant, I'm, I'm getting to kind of experience that at the same time with, uh, with the gourmet sessions and hacking gourmet. Um, so I would say those are my top three. So airline pilot was one of my dreams growing up, CEO at Disney, and then uh, a chef. Interesting, interesting. There's some good choices. Uh, I didn't know about the pilot one. I uh, didn't realize you wanted to be CEO of Disney, but I do know you and your wife are a big uh, Disney people, so that makes a lot of sense to me. And then Chef, I probably could have picked that one out of a hat. I, I kind of knew that one. but And it's funny, you mentioned Delta Airlines specifically. You wanted to be a pilot just for Delta? Yes, yeah. They, um, when I was a kid, we were on vacation down at Disney World, and they had a ride there. It's where Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin is now. It used to be called the Delta Dream Flight. And it was like you'd go on an airplane and fly. So when I was a young kid after that ride, we got home. My dad started me a Sky Miles account with Delta. And coincidentally, a gentleman from our town in my little town in Maine actually went on uh, to become a, a captain with Delta. Um, so that was kind of cool watching him go through that. And that, so that was kind of a dream of mine. And then I went a different direction um, with it. It just it was something that. Uh, yeah, moved on, and I turned into other things that I wanted to do. I moved down here to Florida and started the Disney concept, uh, Disney plan, going down there and determining that. And then I ran into premium cigars, um, and I've been doing that for the last 10 years now, almost 12, really, once you count the time that I worked at a cigar shop when I was in grad school. So I, I found something that, that allowed me to kind of experience all of those things I liked. You know, I fly on Delta. That's the airline that I choose. It was always a dream. So I, technically, I'm flying with Delta. I got to work for Disney World, and then I get to do the chef thing. So I really do get to do all of the things that I that I dreamed of doing, um, and still dream of doing here at the job that I have, and, and with the family, uh, with the Gomez family, and with their brand, and they've really trusted me with that. So that's been fun to be able to take uh, take those dreams and really kind of make them, you know, partial reality. Well said, well said. Yeah, I know you're you're exclusive to uh, to Delta when you fly. Um, now, now I guess now I know why. I don't know why. I, I don't have anything against Delta, but I don't know. Why. I always felt like maybe I was like, hmm, Delta. He's a Delta guy. Interesting. But now it makes sense. So I, I get it. I get it. Um, yeah, you know, it's uh, it, it it's fun to watch you kind of play around with all these different things too. 
especially with the gourmet smoke sessions and the chef thing. I always think I always thought that was was really cool. It was, it's kind of a way for you to kind of professionally get into that a little bit, you know, by using it, you know, with you know LFD and doing these events and whatnot. Um, and it's 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 been awesome. And, and I, I'll be honest with you, I've learned cooking tips and things from you. Um, so you're also a good a good cooking teacher as well. I'll, I'll I'll throw that feather in that cap of yours. Uh, you also teach really well. You're a good teacher. Um, but having said that, it is time for the segment that doesn't always get to happen on this show, and we haven't had it in a while, and that's going to be... Wait, I thought you were going to answer the top three. This is what I don't like about the top three. What? Some weeks you ask everyone, and then other weeks you just ask the guest. Well, last time I asked you, you, <laughs> you kind of were like, like, oh, I didn't know I was going. Because so you just caught me off guard. I just... Figured, okay, so I'm not going to ask anymore. I'll just keep it to the guest. All right. So, all right, you ready for the soap review? Well, while John's getting set up, do you have do you have three things? Oh, that... I'm ready. No, it's okay. John's ready to go. Oh, okay. That segment's over, Matthew. You missed the uh, you missed your opportunity. I know. Oh. I I guess so. I guess so, I fumbled that one. We're at the soap segment. We're at the soap segment. We're inside. We're at my uh, sink here. You can see we've got some baby bottle cleaners and things in the background here, some sanitizers. We're getting ready to baby. But tonight, we're going to feature a very special soap. This is the Trader Joe's Apple Cider Foaming Hand Soap. Is she there? Is she off camera? Who's she? Your lady friend, as you want to call her. Of course my wife's here. She's she's not going to miss us. Her favorite time of year is the spring. uh, Sorry, the fall. And I'm about to do a fall soap review. She's standing right here. Can she hear me, or you, or you have the AirPod in? No, she can't hear me. Oh, the AirPod. In. Damn. They say she says hi though. She All says right. hi. Anyway, the soap review, Matthew. <laughs> let me do the soap review. We've got things to do here. So this is the Trader Joe's apple cider scent foaming hand soap. Um, if anyone watched, we did the Young Living lavender hand soap at one point in time. This is the same type of packaging in a bottle, so I'm interested to see. Uh, maybe they have some sort of connection here. But this is distributed and sold exclusively by Trader Joe's out of Monrovia, California. And this one has some directions on the back. So let's see. Directions. We're going to wet hands, work it into a rich lather, and then we're going to rinse. Now, this is a caution. It says use as directed and discontinue if irritation occurs. We're going to avoid contact with our eyes. And this is only for external use, so no internal use for this, please, okay? And there was no animal testing done on this soap, which is excellent. And this is made with uh, naturally derived coconut-based surfactant and real apples. It also has pear in it, chamomile, and Trader Joe's apple cider foaming hand soap cleanser, which softens and soothes, leaving my hands smelling of fresh apple cider. Two quick pumps, and the dispenser gives you a luxuriously foamy soap. Treat your hands to the cozy aroma of fall with apple cider foaming hand soap. So let's get some here. Let's do this. We'll use it as directed. A little rinse going here. Just using regular tap water here. I'm going to do three pumps. But you can see it's got some good foam. Real nice foam here. It's you know what? Can I just comment? So, it's very reminiscent of your airport soap reviews with the foamy soap in the airport. It's not as, not as creamy. This is more foamy. It's not as creamy. Ah. Let's see if we get a lather. It does actually lather. I'm surprised. One of the issues you run with foam soaps is they don't tend to lather. So we're getting a little bit of lather. It does. It does really smell like apple. 
uh, cider. It's got a little spice to it. It's not a bad soap. I'm really kind of embracing the fall this year. It's not greasy. The scent lingers slightly on the hands. It's a good soap. I like it for the season. It's good. Um, out of the foam soaps, I said it's tough to compete with what we have in Dallas. I, I have found another airport bathroom that has it. Um, and I'll have to update when I go through it again. I can't remember exactly where it is, but we do have somebody in the running for airport bathroom soaps. Uh, this is good. I said not crazy. Smell on the hands. Smells fresh. Not doesn't linger too much. I'm going to give this a for foam soaps. Superwoman behind me, you can smell it from like 10 feet away. I'm going to give this one a, it's a decent soap. I'm going to give it a 7-1. Seven, 7-1. One. Seven, one. It's a good soap. Wow. It's a good foam soap. Real good foam soap. Wow. And now I mentioned before you're, the uh, the airport soaps are, are also very similar, but you said those are more creamy. Is that is that what you said? Yeah, the ones in Dallas are a little more creamy. There she is. Hey. Uh, she got some air time. I don't think any has anyone. Yeah, ever, they're a little bit. Has she been know, on the show before? Yes, yes, we did your. Uh, didn't we do your birthday? Was she on for that? Can't remember. Oh yeah, oh yeah, we all drank and everything. Well, oh, we yeah. did a. Oh yeah, then uh, we did the, the we we yeah, we yeah yeah we we done some things yeah we have done some things that's right yeah yeah. Just want to make sure the audience is familiar with your your beautiful wife that you have. Uh, but yeah, anyway, yeah, that was a seven-one interesting score for that soap. Mm. It's a good score. That's a really good score, especially for a liquid soap. For a Trader Joe's soap. Trader it Joe's. Is, <laughs> and it was a foam. Yeah, I've been I've been a big fan of Trader Joe's recently, so um, they got some great stuff, man, and it, it's I've been embracing it. So. What's your it's, favorite? It's what's, what's your favorite stuff at Trader Joe's right now? Oh man, so everything do so seasonal. So I just bought this pumpkin pasta that I haven't tried yet. Um. What did I just recently have? Man, they've, they've got some... I've been buying some filet mignon from there. And it's like 11 bucks a pound. It's incredible. Um, it's really good beef. If you saw the filet I cooked last night and I posted online, that was from Trader Joe's. Um, I did see that. They've wow. They've got some really... Mm -hmm, they've got some really good crackers there. They have these date crackers that are great. And then they have this pumpkin cranberry cracker. Um, so I, I've, I've really enjoyed it. It's really cool. I, I was never a huge Trader Joe's fan, uh, but now that I live right next to one, um, it's really fun stuff. They also have these thing called the, um, Scandinavian swimmers, which are like, uh, Swedish fish. And then they have a sour patch version of it, which is like a sour patch kid. And they're called Scandinavian swimmers. Th those are really delicious too. But I'd say probably the highlight right now of the seasonal items have been, uh, the pumpkin brioche bread and then the pumpkin cranberry crackers. Oh, so you're getting all pumpkined out for the fall, huh? Mm -hmm. Have you had your first pumpkin? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's right. Well, I know you don't do coffee, but uh, I don't know if you can go decaf on this. But maybe a pumpkin spice decaf latte. You gotta no. hit all. You gotta no, hit all. You gotta. You gotta. You, you gotta get all the pumpkin in there. You're getting all excited. No, no you gotta draw the. You gotta draw the line somewhere, man. And pumpkin spice cigars. Not doing those. Either. No, I didn't say cigar. I meant the coffee. I know. I'm telling you, you gotta draw the line somewhere. Pumpkin spice latte, not happening. Pumpkin spice cigar, not happening. No I bet you someone's gonna do it. Someone will do it eventually. Someone will. It'll be someone. somebody's already done it. That's why I brought it up. Who uh, did it? It's already been done. Who did it? I can't remember. 
Ew. It couldn't have been that great because I uh, doesn't. Even yeah, we don't mind. know. <laughs> I know. So I've never even heard of such a thing. No, it was a it was a big brand. It was a big brand. Uh, ah, uh, coop to the rescue. Coop yeah, to the enough. rescue. Coop with the scoop. It was CAO. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. Uh, Nub has one. It's called Nuance Fall Harvest. Oh, really? Um, and then they also have Tatiana has one called the Classic Harvest Moon. Um, I believe. Yeah. CAO had done one. They also have a pumpkin pie. Uh, sorry, uh, uh, apple pie one. So there's a couple people that have done pumpkin spice cigars. But yeah, the first one that popped up was Nub uh, by Oliva Nuance Fall Harvest Gordito Pumpkin Spice Gordito. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. I didn't know uh, about any of Sutliff those. has a uh, pipe tobacco. Yeah. Pipe tobacco, I could see that. Well, I said you, you got to draw the line somewhere. Yeah. So I, I guess that means La Flor Dominicana will never uh, have a pumpkin spice cigar. Never, ever, ever. No, no. I can assure you that that will not be something we ever get involved in. Even if for some reason, like Lito and Inez come in one day and they're like, John, we got to do this. You're going to be like, I won't let you do it. <laughs> I'll, tell them straight up, I'll tell them straight up no. But I promise you, as much as the fact that we won't ever do it is is less it's less likely that it, that we would never do it. It's less likely that they would ever mention. It just won't ever come up. I was just playing. The, I was just playing the hypothetical game. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not gonna happen. Yeah, it's not gonna happen. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I'm enjoying this cigar. Um, I'd say job well done on this on this blend. It's fantastic. Um, burn and right. Everything's great about it. Construction, burn, flavor. Um, Really, really, I I have a couple of these hanging around the humidor. I'm just gonna I'm gonna have to start smoking these. These are uh, these are fantastic. Nicole, how's that um, Calave treating you? Great. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorites, actually. Um, if not my favorite from the McAuliffe line, I'd say it's my favorite. I would say it's my favorite. But maybe behind that, I'd probably go Magdalia. I would say is maybe my number two now at yeah. this point. McAuliffe is pretty good. I uh, I had a couple of them the last couple of weeks. And uh, I was just really, I was going through a little McAuliffe phase, and I burned through a couple, and I was really enjoying it. Um, man, they, they really got a winner with that cigar. They really did. Um, and just, you know, a huge hats off to McAuliffe for that cigar. They did a really great job. Now they've, you know, they're starting to expand it. They got a couple more sizes. They got a, they got a Gordo that they just mm-hmm. announced. Um, so just really, and they got the little baby A's too, which I know are a little bit more uh, exclusive. You can, yeah, you can only get them from a... And uh, we we got a bundle because we know some people um, whose last name uh, rhymes with Maffy, uh, I believe. And uh, I I think they're almost gone. Uh, Those have been very thoroughly enjoyed. Uh, So I'll have to have to get more. John, you'll have to get some, too, because you'll you'll be rendezvousing with Andy. Yeah, hopefully he has some on him. But yeah, we uh, that one bundle that we did have, we went through it. And I I know I smoked a lot of them out of that bundle, too. So. Yeah, we do have to try to find and get our hands on some more of those A's. It's a cool little size, too. It's not too big. It's a fun little, like, quick smoke, but a lot of flavor. Uh, it's, 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 I like that. I, I have to get more. I, I was in there the other day, and I was like, oh, there's only like a couple left. Hmm. It's been my grilling cigar. Yeah. It's a good grilling cigar. When you, when you don't really want to commit to a full cigar, you just want to mm-hmm. have something quick while you're there for a good half hour or so. Yeah. It's a good choice. It's a really good choice. Well, I did announce our lineup coming up for a lot of the guests we have coming up. So um, 
make sure you, you stay tuned with, for that. Uh, we have a lot of cool people coming on. Uh, busy week this week. We still got two more shows to do before this week is over. As I said before, we have Jeremiah on Saturday at 3. And then later on, uh, I think the show's going to be a little earlier this week. It might be around 7 or 8 uh, instead of the usual 9. Um, Spare Note Series with William Cooper. Shout out to William Cooper, who is watching with us right now. You can watch he and I discuss the hot topics of the industry this Saturday night. Um, and as always, like, follow, and subscribe on all of our platforms. Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, wherever we are. Make sure you find us on all the podcast channels for those of you who are listening at home and downloaded and subscribed. Thank you. Um, don't forget to check us out on the podcast waves. Uh, listen to us when you cannot watch us, especially when you're driving. You shouldn't be watching anything while you're driving. You should be focusing on the road, but you can listen to us. Exactly. So that's, that's, that's my safety tip of the, uh, of the week right there. Make sure you listen. Don't watch while you drive. Uh, John, anything you want to say before we close out? No, no. We uh, I said if you get a chance, you can jump on and check out last night's gourmet smoke session. It's quite funny uh, with the pouring rain. I'll be at uh, Corona next Thursday in Heathrow, Lake Mary area for the Red Meat Lovers Club event up there. We'll be eating Florida sun-grown cattle. Oh, uh, So that's going to be a great time. And I heard there might be some A5 Japanese Wagyu there too. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that Red Meat Lovers Club. It's whiskey, cigar, and steak dinner featuring Florida sun-grown and Red Meat Lovers Club. So that'll be next Thursday. So if you're in Orlando, come join us there. That'll be fun. Awesome. Absolutely. It sounds like it's going to be a hell of a time. Well, guys, that's going to do it from us at the Smoking Tobacco Show this week. We'll see you next week.